Joining me now as we take a look at the equity scene is Aniki Van Royen from My Wealth Investments. Thank you so much for your time, Aniki. You know, the JSE was quite muted throughout the day until the last minute. Is this maybe a case of uh, liquidity starting to come back into the market because the U.S. markets have now joined the party finally for the week? Thanks, Anati. Yes, definitely. Remember, they were closed yesterday. So volumes were very thin yesterday. And um, I definitely think that the U.S. investors are back in our market. And uh, we also saw that NASPERS was negative throughout uh, the day. And then later, they turned positive. So an MTN also performed very well towards the, the close. Yeah. NASPERS, uh, is, is that quite a maybe a delayed reaction from maybe the results that did come out of China, the GDP numbers, of course, although they were way below than the 5.5% target set for 2022, but they did beat analyst expectations coming in at 3%. And even when you look at the monthly data, like the December data, it was actually quite encouraging. Do you think that NASPERS was a delayed reaction from that? I do think so, yes, because of the, the investment in Tencent through process, uh, NASPAS is very dependent on what happens in China. So that GDP print from China, I actually think that was very positive. And if you just think of what happened last year and how markets reacted when China was closed down, imagine what this year is going to look like with China reopening and already they, they're printing a 3% increase in GDP. So I think the 5 to 6% days are long gone. And even the IMF today in an interview at the um, World Economic Forum stated that um, they see the new normal for GDP growth in China at 4.4%. 4.4%. Where are you seeing, how, how, how much upside are you seeing on China? Are you seeing it By around? The end of the yeah. If I reopen, um, I think we can easily see the in the upper threes to four percent by the yeah. end of the year because um, China China can actually offset the the slowdown from the Western countries with the increase in demand that we'll see from them. So um, China is very very important in the global mix right now. Yeah. Even for us in South Africa, yeah. as a as a quality producer. You know, it's quite interesting to see these dynamics playing out in terms of uh, these economic growth numbers, Aniki, because you look at 3% and people are disappointed that it didn't go to the 5.5% target. But I mean, in South Africa, that's a dream for us, 3%. <laughs> um, yeah, so one day we hope to get to it. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens in terms of the reforms, especially when it comes to the energy crisis. Um, I must actually just update you. Uh, Enoch Kodongwana at WIF today is saying that uh, it, between... 12 uh, to 18 months load shedding should be a thing of the past so we'll actually just wait and see if it's going to happen that quickly of course last week Guedemandash is saying that it will be a thing of the past between 6 and 12 months but anyway yeah, uh, we have to wait for the budget speech to get more detail on the yeah. restructuring the debt yeah. restructuring because if there's fresh capital inj injected into ESCOM, then at least there's money available for new projects. But the yeah. thing is, we need to speed up the regulatory processes and approvals because there's a lot of privately owned electricity that yeah. can be connected to the grid. So that we, we really need that to come online.
just on that, because we do know that load shedding is one of the biggest challenges for the mining uh, industry. We did have mining production numbers coming out, uh, falling 9% year on year in November, of course, showing the 10th consecutive month of contraction on that front. And expectations were for 6.9% contraction. The picture, though, does look better on a month-on-month -month basis. There was a contraction of just 0.4% uh, in November from 3% uh, in October. Considering, though, the uh, domestic challenges that we are still going to have at least for the next 12 to 18 months, do we just need to get comfortable, Anaki, with these kinds of production numbers? Um, Zanata, remember, it's not only the, the load shedding that caused the problem. Yeah. We were also in, in China that was closed due to zero COVID restrictions. And yeah. there was a slowdown in the global economy. And everybody was so worried about recession hitting the global economy this year. So, um, so it was a pretty negative picture back then. So it's not only load shedding, luckily, not only. So at yeah. least now, with China opening up, um, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, okay. All right. I get your point there, Aniki. Just going back to those U.S. markets, um, you know, the earnings season really seemed to have kicked off on a positive note. We did have the uh, big bank earnings coming from J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, uh, really surprising to the upside. Markets were quite positive. But then today, you're starting to see uh, Goldman Sachs coming in with, um, you know, missed expectations on both the top and the bottom line. Do you think that we're starting to see the cracks on this earnings season? No, I think it was to be expected because banks like Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley are very dependent on the global economy. And uh, obviously there was a slump in deal making, which these guys also need from their corporate finance divisions. Um, there were some operational inefficiencies and higher credit provisions, but the time will come when the economy turns and then they'll print money because rates will remain higher for longer. So they still have the benefit of the, the higher rates that, that will flow through to the to their margins and that will not go away. And if they can release some of those uh, credit provisions later in the year, I still think it, it, it's a very attractive sector to mm. invest in. Aniki, before I get to your stock pick, I just quickly want to check in on EOH. Uh, is that one that you pay close attention to? Because today they did have a slump uh, at some point in their share price of 5%. Of course, they did give the market an update of the interim period, uh, saying that they're still achieving uh, targets, although they are still experiencing some challenges such as supply chain constraints. But they really did have uh, quite an improved year in 2022. And they also updated the market on that um, uh, capital raise, which uh, consists of an aggregate amount of 600 million, including a 500 million rights offer. Um, yeah, I mean, is, is that market reaction justified? Um, look, yes, yeah, it's not one that I, I, I follow closely, but I did have a look at that announcement and I saw that there's a margin improvement and there's improvement in the headline loss. Um, but the thing is, a capital raise of 500 million, that will keep your earnings under pressure uh. for quite some time going forward. So I, I hope that it will be fully subscribed and, and management is doing a good job by turning that ship. But, I mean, I'll be honest, um, I'm not investing in the counter just yet. I don't invest in loss-making businesses. So, mm. um, unfortunately, a rights issue, it takes time. They, yeah. they now have to 
invest that capital and prove that they can do it profitably. Uh, all right. Well, talking about profitability, let's get to your stock pick for today. I uh, ended off the year last year with first trend as my stock pick. So I'm going to go for first round again this time around because the market's at an all-time high. It's quite difficult to pick stocks when we are at record highs. But um, I don't think that we are overvalued yet. Valuations aren't that demanding. And with interest rates still at these high levels, um, the, this, the banks will still benefit from that. It filters through directly to their margins. And um, you can buy any of the South African banks. I'm just going to stick with first round as my stock pick for this year. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time and your analysis today, Aniki. Appreciate it. Uh, that was Aniki Van Royen from My Wealth Investments.